Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hello and welcome today. I'm Claudette. I'll be hosting with my Fab Five sisters, Kathleen, Whitney, and Sarah. Catherine cannot join us today, and although we will miss her, we will continue and have her back next week. However, our topic today is divine timing, and I love this topic because Divine Timing and I have wrestled for years. We had this love-hate relationship. I tried to pull it back in. So I would say, what is divine timing? It is when we trust the higher power that created us to have everything under control, unfold it as it should, and let it happen in the right timing versus being forced, pushed, or made to happen. And so I'm very interested to see what our sisters have to say about this. And while you're listening, think of a time when you just let go. Maybe you tried to do something. Maybe you tried to make something work out. And finally, you just surrendered and let go. And then all of a sudden, things started coming together and happening in a certain way. And you can look back and just see how it all came together. So while you're listening, think about that. And toward the end, I'll... I'll pick back up on that topic. So who wants to go first today? I'll jump in only because I just think it's so amazing about divine timing, about what's happening here. This morning I did a live in my private group called Faith from Grief to Belief Stepping Stone. So it's just for those who have lost loved ones. And this, I, you know, I channeled the live is about the inspiration and guidance for the week. And, and this morning's live was on the synchronistic events that occur in your life. And even though they feel challenging and painful, there's still a divine timing involved in that. And so it's just interesting, the synchronicity synchronicities of what we're speaking of today, because I didn't know the topic until about 15 minutes ago, to be honest, because <laughs> I just go with the flow. So this morning I was just talking about like, even when we feel like it is something's being done onto us and that we don't like it and it's challenging. There's still divine timing involved in that. And what I realized that a long time ago, that when it feels challenging, we can resist that and we can cause more suffering and more pain and more, it's more suffering. And, you know, the, the pain of losing someone is truly pain, painful. And yet the suffering of that is, is what we cause from resisting what the synchronicities are. And there's always signs that we're being given. And 
it may not seem like it's divine timing, but divine timing around that is it, the signs come when we need it the most and that someone shows up when we need it the most. You know, one of the things that I talked about when I wrote Shattered Together was how someone who was a friend of mine, not even a friend of mine, more of an associate, just showed up on my steps of my house and said, let's go for a walk when I needed it the most. I was isolated the most. I was feeling most withdrawn and and really living in my suffering. And she just happened to show up from Burlington, which was an hour away from me, and knocked on my door and said, I want to just go outside with you. Are you willing to do that? And so divine timing really shows up in different ways. It can show up in your financials. It can show up by people showing up. And it can show up in painful ways because I feel like divine timing's really been part of my career and being willing to walk away from a life of politics and friends in my home state to move to another state to start my business. And the business has been divinely timed and just, I've started to just trust in the nudges and in that timing. And even in the painful moments of, you know, over the weekend, my daughter sent me a text and it felt a little, um, a little abrupt, but I chose not to react. I chose to respond by not responding. And then this morning I just had a call with her and just said, Hey, you know, I'm just checking in with you. This is what I heard you say. And she clarified, she goes, Oh, not, not, not at all. And I said, okay, I'm glad I had the conversation. And it was divinely timed in many ways. So I needed, I needed to actually hear what she had to say. And I was able to step back and just listen. So it just felt really good for me to do that. So yeah, that's my share for the day. Or no, I'm sure there'll be more shares, but that's my share for for now. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's beautiful. I love that. You spoke of synchronicities and, you know, synchronicities are they come from something other than ourselves. You know, it's when it's out of our control, out of our hands, it appears to be anyway. And it's almost like something is working on our behalf. And I love it when you paused. And so I believe in the power of the pause instead of responding, you know, like really quickly and saying, oh my goodness, what, you know, and responding back, you just paused and waited until you were in a space to ask. And that's beautiful because you gifted her the space to create the understanding because it wasn't what she meant at all. Right. Yeah. I didn't get my stuff onto her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we're always putting everything through our filter of our own hurt and pain and defensiveness. And let's just pause and get to the point that the charge is gone in the conversation. And then we can actually have a real conversation. So I love that. Thank you. The charge was really around, if I were to be honest, the charge was around Mother's Day for me. Yeah. And how I needed something for myself more so than what she was giving. And I was projecting my need versus my beingness onto her. And of course, you know, like the fact is my son's not here and she is. And I wanted something from her that I realized I needed to get from within. And that's, that's really where I was. You're on mute, Claudette. Well, and isn't it funny I love that, that, you know, 
it was the divine timing of you making that discovery when you were ready to admit that that's what you needed. That's beautiful. So Sarah, do you want to go next? Or? Well, I just want to relate to, I certainly believe in divine timing and sitting in it and believing in it. What that's done for me personally has made me much more relaxed. So I just wanted to bring up, you know, the effect of actually taking life as it comes and knowing that it's in the best to serve myself and to serve my growth and to serve where I'm at in that moment. And this is just kind of a little cheeky, but I think I practiced it most on traffic. I used to get mad about traffic and I used to get mad about, you know, being late and I used, you know, I'd get all worked up and angry and I don't know, kind of feel like a New Yorker where I'm yelling at everybody around me and <laughs> beeping my horn. And now I just, it is what it is. If there's traffic, there's traffic. And, and folks, I live in Northern Virginia. We, we have like one of the busiest traffic areas in the country. And so it is something I had to face a lot. But relaxing and knowing that everything is working out in my favor, that I will get there when I get there, and that what's in front of me, what's in that path in that moment, whether it's traffic or my life, is exactly what was meant for me. And what that created was just being much more relaxed about everything and feeling much more at peace. And I don't beep the horn unless you're coming into my lane. And I don't yell at you <laughs> uh, with, you know, for creating the traffic or any of that anymore. And I really have found more grace in, in I don't know, back to traffic, riding the bumps of life. It's just made it more enjoyable and happier life in general. So the ripple of effect of really engaging in that concept and really believing and trusting that everything is in divine timing and as it should be, it just provided some freedom. I don't know if anybody else can relate. <laughs> Absolutely can relate. I, and I think it's easy. And I know we've all had some challenges in you know, trauma and tragedy in our lives. But it's really easy to sort of trust in divine timing when things are going well, right? When um, things are unfolding for you. But when things are not, to be able to step back and still see that even that is happening and unfolding as it will, and then flowing with that what is, is a bigger challenge than when you are just sort of riding a wave and you're getting what you want. And so, you know, I think about business. I'm going to keep this on the lighter side, but I think about business and some choices that I've made over the course of the last couple of years in my business and how there was more of a, a struggle at the beginning. And part of getting to where I am was a letting go, a surrender. And saying, you know, I'm going to do my part 
I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to control what I control, theoretically control Claudette. Yeah, I know it's an illusion, but I'm going to control what I can control. I'm going to do what I can do. And then I'm going to trust in the timing that the fruits of my sowing, right? That my reaping that which I sold will happen in its time and, and not push and push and try to make things happen. And we've talked about this and, you know, in the episode about striving and ambition as opposed to flow. And, and I think we're all five of us are very much in a place where we have moved in our lives to a place where we are much more willing to have an, set the intention, give the attention that's needed, right? And then surrender to let it go and let what's to happen to happen when it is to happen. But it is that piece where things seem like they're falling apart and the, the inclination is to keep pushing to try to make it happen right? Instead of taking a step back and saying, you know, maybe the reason for the traffic is to keep you out of that accident that's up ahead, right? And the sad part on the other side is that people tend to think of, you know, being blessed or favored when things are going well, But the blessing and the favor also comes in those challenging times. And what we choose to grow into because of it, right? And certainly Kathleen and I, having, you know, experienced the loss of children, it was what it was in the timing. Those deaths, right, our son's deaths would have happened somewhere in the life continuum. Right. Of course, what we want would have been for it to be after we were gone years and years from now. And unfortunately, that wasn't the timing for that, for whatever the reasons. And so how do you pick up and move from there and and still say, I trust in that divine timing? And I think that's the big challenge for us is when things are really falling apart. And I think as I've watched Kathleen in particular over the last 18 months or so, and just being a part of her life and watching what she's doing and how she's helping people navigate, you know, the grief space that comes with loss is getting to a place where we can say it is what it is, would not have chosen it. The real beauty is what I become as a result of it. And so for me, when I think about divine timing, that's what I think about, whether it's the business or this deeper personal loss, it's about surrender. It's about surrender and accepting what is and then making choices about how to move forward without the struggle without pushing against without pushing against what is 
Whitney, I, Claudia, I'm sorry I cut you off, but I admire you so much because, you know, this weekend I saw some posts that you you had posted with such grace and just inspiration and really authentic, vulnerable conversation about, you know, being at your son's gravesite. And, and it just, what you shared is just, it was beautiful. There was pain and beauty within the post. And what I have tried to be, not tried, really what I've focused on, especially as of late, is is words be present with what's presenting, which is part of divine's timing. And being present with what's presenting is inclusive of all those things that we think shouldn't be happening. And what we think we want may not be in the highest and best for us. What we think we want may not be the direction in which we could be even bigger and better. (laughs) You know, like, and I say bigger, I mean more so like how much better can it be from what our experience is if we surrender into what is present, what is happening in the moment. And instead of resisting and fighting and suffering through the emotions, why not, or I invite you to step into those emotions and step through it. So where you can actually feel like this, that all of the feelings of resistance can be in combination with the feelings of feelings of joy and compassion and laughter, you know, like it can be all at once. We don't have to be one or the other. That is such a good point. And, you know, when we recorded this particular episode, it was the day after Mother's Day. And before we started recording, Kathleen, you asked me how it went yesterday, how I was feeling. And there was no sadness. You know, as I sat in the cemetery yesterday, it's it's really weird because there was a time when I said I would never spend time in the cemetery, right? I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And actually had other plans, you know, should something have required such a thing, but it wasn't solely up to me, the final disposition of my son's earthly vessel, So there's a cemetery and I actually go there and I sit and I'm just there. And being yesterday in particular, I was there, I was with my journal and I was, you know, and I had some songs that were playing in my head and there there wasn't any sadness. There wasn't any sadness around it. There was a very matter of fact this is where you are in life. And, and it, that's not the first time I've felt that, but this is where you are. This is your life. And what are you doing with it? And the thing that just kept coming up and I kept writing over and over again was just gratitude. It was just simply grateful that while my son is not here, I am still here. And that means there is something for me to be doing, right? There is someone for me to be. There is something for me to be doing that is in my purpose that I'm just still here to do. And so 
grateful for that and grateful for what is and focused on what is rather than what isn't. And just recognizing that things will unfold, things do unfold as they should, given that we are all interconnected and we're all imparting our free will and energy on the same interconnectedness, right? So that means there are going to be things that happen that I didn't want to happen. I couldn't control happening because the three of you, the other 7 billion people on this planet are all imposing their wills, right? And I believe God's working it all out. People believe the universe is working it all out. It is all being worked out ultimately for the greatest and highest good of all. But in the midst of that, that doesn't mean everything is hunky-dory, <laughs> rainbows and unicorns for every single 7 billion of us every day, all day, while we get to that place. So there was a time where I probably was not a fan of this concept because I wanted to fight against it, resist to make happen what I wanted to happen rather than recognizing that I am part of the machinery that is making it happen, right? And a couple of weeks ago, Claudette brought to us you know, not just that life is working for me, but life or life is happening for me. Life is happening from me. And that we are, it's both. It's not either, like you said, Kathleen, it's not either or. It's both and. And as long as we're here, we have to continue to do our part in that process. I love that. I mean, that's amazing. For me, divine timing also corresponds with infinite intelligence and they work together. And what is that? Infinite intelligence is creation. It's that wisdom that holds creation together. It's what holds the life essence in all of us, the breath of life. It's, it's the beautiful design behind the cosmos, the universe, all of the different types of species, that intelligence that tells a molecule what to do, how to be in so can we trust that, you know, and I have some yard work going on outside. I apologize, but can we trust that that infinite intelligence and divine timing is working together? And I think you mentioned surrender. Was that you, Whitney, or maybe both you and Kathleen? Surrendering isn't I'm surrendering in battle because I'm weak. It's actually surrendering that part of us that isn't in touch with infinite intelligence and divine timing and surrendering to our higher spirit and the truth of it, right? The truth of creation and going, okay, I trust that. I'll surrender to trust that. And I'm telling you when something devastating happens, it's the time you need to trust the most because it will be what gets you through it. Nothing else really can, you know, so because I haven't suffered the loss of a child, I hope I never, ever have to, but I have suffered the loss of people in my life that I loved incredibly so, and one of them was at the hands of a drunk driver, 
and one of my best friends, right? And just abruptly removed from my life. And the way it happened was just, it was her dad. Her dad was the drunk driver picking her up from school and wrecked. And, you know, it was just devastating. And I can only imagine I lost track of him and I can only imagine how he felt, right? There, you know, for all these years and all of that. So things, you know, sometimes things seem to be beyond our control. So can we surrender our human side of ourselves and just go, you know what? I'm going to trust divine timing and infinite intelligence. And, you know, um, Sarah talked about traffic. I was that girl. Everybody was an idiot. Like I called people, you freaking idiot. You know, like it was just, I was not nice on the road. And now I just giggle because I feel like, yes, what if a wreck is being prevented? That would have actually happened just because I made one move I shouldn't make, or I was just about 10 feet above or further down the road. And so now as things are unfolding, I'm just in the flow of that now. And I have never felt such peace about that instead of trying to control every single second. It's just, why give your energy to the things that just drain you? Give your energy to something productive. And, you know, if you're in traffic, you're in traffic. Let it go and just sit there and make the most of it and just be and connect with the inner core of who you really are in that moment instead of calling everybody idiots like I used to. <laughs> so. uh, I'm a former calling people idiots, too. I think I told this story how my son cured me of that when one day he yelled idiot to someone who came flying in front of us. And I was like, okay, obviously I am not sending a good message here. So I had to stop that. But, you know, I have a good hack for those of you uh, who find yourselves in traffic frequently. And it is to bump up the music and just have a dance party in your car, right? You can't control the traffic. Ways may help you navigate it a little better, but you can't control it. So it's there. So have some fun with it. And so I like to turn up the music and I get like really physically expressive like really expressive and then watch the faces of the people who are around you and you just have a good time. That's what I'm saying. Have a good time. Y'all listeners, let me just say they're all more evolved than me because I am guilty as hell at times when I am driving. Like I loved it to, I've shifted quite a bit because I was one of those that didn't say frigging. <laughs> Let's just, just put it out there. Like, I'm like, what the F is wrong with you? <laughs> like, get out of my way. <laughs> I was bad. I was really bad in traffic. And I, at times, am still not very good. So I will be the first one to say that as it's a, it's, it's a journey. <laughs> you know, we catch ourselves every once in a while. And I love the idea with the music, Whitney, because that's what I do. I just throw the music on. Yesterday was one of those days where I just threw the music on and I was listening to some 
really joyful. I actually typed in, you know, happy music. And so where I could have that on in my car and just drive to the park and go to the park. And I was in this great space. And then as I was driving down the road, I suddenly heard a song and I had tears and I'm like, oh, interesting. So I just let it be. So it goes back to the divine timing, you know, like I was in a great space and I still was when those tears came and yet I allowed those tears to come. So the key is the divine timing is the divine timing. We have zero control over that. We have an ability to make our choices, which I think Claudette, you mentioned it as well as the choices are responding versus reaction. So we respond when it's divine time and trust that no matter, it's not really even about trust for me. It's really just a knowing. I have a knowing that there is a purpose with everything that occurs and how do I want to respond to that and what good? So I ask myself, how much better can it get? What good can come from this while I experience whatever I'm experiencing? And for me, I'm feeling like I'm really focusing on the things. And Whitney brought that up is like really focusing on the things that we have no control over that don't feel good to us. And so how do we respond to those things? And I think that's really where I'm coming from today is just how do you live your life when there's turmoil around you? Yeah. One thing that I'll suggest for people to try and see how it causes their heart to feel is just when you're in that situation and the timing is not what you perceived it was going to be, say infinite spirit reveals the way. And settle into that, you know, settle into infinite spirit knows the way, reveals the way. Divine timing is at work in my life. All things are are for my good. And, you know, even when you don't believe it because something really crappy has just happened, infinite spirit reveals the way for me to get through this. Infinite spirit reveals the way for me to be healed. Infinite spirit reveals the way to heal my wounds. Infinite spirit reveals the way to hold me, right? Like you can just start to just say that and say, show me the next step to do to get through this. And it removes the resistance, the resistance, stranger energy. Everybody mentioned resistance, right? And there's a law of not, it's a law of resistance. That which you resist persists. And so it drains your energy and anything that drains my energy. I don't know about you, but I'm like, that is draining my energy. I am not doing it anymore. (laughs) It's just not fun. And, you know, life is all about stepping into the livingness of it. And, you know, there's a flow to that divine timing is part of that flow. And so, you know, Google divine timing, get different points of view on divine timing, but understand it. And then, and really ask yourself, can you trust the higher power, the universal spirit, to handle everything. Can you do that? And if not, that's okay. We're not telling you to do it or not do it, but start to explore it and see if you can begin to step into trusting it. Because I can tell you this, my life got a lot easier and I'm gonna let everyone close out with one comment on divine timing, but my life got easier when I stepped into divine timing and quit trying. I just quit forcing everything. You know, it just got a lot easier. So 
Kathleen, you got some closing words here? I think Sarah had something to say. Sarah, go ahead. So Whitney, you mentioned it a little bit and Claudette and and Kathleen as well. Um, But Whitney, when you were talking about when you really let go of controlling how your business is going to flow and and then just let it open up and it developed and it's really great. It's flowing really, really well for you. I watched that happen to someone I know. They actually moved they'd had a business they'd been working on for 10 years and it was doing okay. And they moved out of the area for a very variation of different reasons. And oddly enough, what do you think took off and exploded the business? It was almost like they even needed to physically be out of the city and let go completely and walk away and say, okay, whatever's going to be is going to be. And now the business is thriving. They're going to have to move back to the city. (laughs) Everything's blown up. So to your point of, you know, I just even outside looking in and that little glimpse of that person's world and watching them let go and then watching it just blow up for them in, in the greatest way was exciting. And that was their divine timing. But the key was the releasing, the control. And I think everybody here has mentioned that today. Totally agree, Sarah, releasing the control. The other thing that I would say is really be present with what's coming to you. Be present, be open to the little nudges that you receive because that's about divine divine timing as well as trust, just believing in the the nudges you receive. It just, just the other day I talking to this virtual assistant and, and I get this message out of the nowhere. It's like, start writing blogs out of your lives. And so that stuff comes. So that's about divine timing. That's about tr- listening to what you're receiving, whether you hear it, whether you see it, whether you feel it, whether you sense it. If you get this urge to just turn right when you normally turn left, turn right. Because that's part of divine timing. That's part of divine driving you in the direction that is in your highest and best in the world's highest and best. So really start to, to be aware and be present with what you're hearing and seeing and feeling and sensing. I would just leave with this as much as we want things to be the way we want that part of trusting divine timing may mean flowing through some shit. And so be okay with that, right? Because that becomes the moment when we want to resist. Our resistance rises and we're fighting and fighting and it's not pretty, but sometimes you just have to go with that. And and I think this is an alignment with what you said, Kathleen, which is to be in the moment, to feel what this is right now. And then you can respond, right? So the natural inclination is to react with resistance. And so let that inclination go ask the questions. What is it in this for me? What do I need to be learning? What should I, whatever, 
one of the things this is the last thing I'll say the one of the things that I have been saying a lot for the past like three months now it's part of the morning pages process one of my affirmations is as I listen I am led as I listen I am led and you cannot listen if you're flailing you cannot listen and be led if you are trying to control. And so I will leave with that. Wow, that's a mic drop. Well, thank you for joining us. As you listen, you are led. That is the guidance of the universal spirit within you, within all of us, which is our birthright. And so thank you for joining us this week. And just understand that divine timing is there for you on your behalf, actually and to make things easier. Thank you so much and have a good week. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.